What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I sat down with a power real estate couple. If you have ever thought about working with your spouse in real estate, you don't want to miss this show with Danny and Christy Margupis. All right, Danny and Christy, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. How are you? Good. Well, thank you for making the drive up from Fredericksburg to be here in our Arlington studio. Uh, excited to talk about your guys' story, how you each got into real estate, and then what's in store for you. You've got some exciting things. Yeah, we're, we're, we're happy to be here. It's actually a pretty, pretty easy drive. <laughs> So let's let's kind of wind back to the beginning. I know Danny, you just kind of recently in the last couple of years got the business. Yeah. Christy, you've been you're you're like a seasoned vet. You've been doing this since they were using like carbon copy papers <laughs> on contracts, right? Since two thousand one. Okay, okay yeah. so two thousand one. So maybe maybe not quite back to the carbon uh, copy days. Uh, they had they internet did. back then, right? They did. <laughs> we did still use MapQuest though. You use MapQuest. <laughs> I remember that, right? And they, they didn't have GPS on phones. No. Um, was DocuSign around then? No. Okay. No, I would meet people at McDonald's. Wow. So <laughs> they, got, so they did have Starbucks, but maybe McDonald's. No, they here. did, yeah. Yeah. Well, how did how did you get into the business? I know you bought, you bought a home, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. after you bought your... First home, you were, if I remember correctly, in the telecom industry? Yes, in Reston. Yeah, yeah in Reston, Virginia, yeah. Okay, and then what, what made you decide? Well, I just kind of saw how the industry was headed, for yeah. the telecom industry. And so... Which was good timing, right? Yeah. It took a hit in the early 2000s, if I remember, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I had just bought a house, so decided to move forward with that. You okay, so you, so you yeah. got your license. And I, and I know, obviously, you became super successful at it because, you know, later on you were managing broker, and then, you know, you've, now you've got this fast-growing real estate team. But what was it like that first year after you got your license? Do you remember? Oh, it was tough. It was tough. It was a lot of learning. Yeah. Um, I did not uh, jump on and join a team, and so I was just learning a lot from the brokerage at that time. How did you how did you go about getting your your deals? Oh, friends and family, they took care of me. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. Was I had a group of about fifty people. Okay. I was able to grow the business from there. That's amazing. That with a network of fifty people, you could go out and do well, make a living off of it. Just fifty people. It was like, a everybody, start. Everybody knows fifty people. Yeah, it was a start. It was a great start. Okay, so you you got in friends and family. Uh, how did you grow the business, and then how did you and then how did you become managing broker? And why? I'm curious about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want that job. I had it for a number of years in our own company. I wasn't good at it. <laughs> well, um, I have four kids. Yeah. And with the four children, I needed a little bit more flexibility. Um, not that a managing broker wasn't a lot of flexibility because. Yeah, because that that. In addition to four kids at home, now you have like, like 100 in the office probably, right? 50. Yeah, 50, 50, 50, 50 adults. I think it was about 52, 52. What yeah. was worse, 52 uh, realtor kids or four kids of your own? <laughs> <laughs> the four of my own were a handful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a good answer. Very, uh, yeah, yes. I'll ruffle feathers with that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, um, so yeah, after uh, being a managing broker, I decided, you know, my passion and what I really loved to do was work directly with buyers and sellers, and Danny and I continued to grow our team. What do you do like better, buyers or sellers? Sellers. Yeah? Yeah, okay. all day. I love buyers, but, um, yeah. but you know, the sellers are, uh, are what I really, really enjoy. Yeah. yeah, I like the selling part, too, uh, better myself. But, you know, my wife, Carrie, she, she likes the buyer. So everyone's everyone's different for different reasons. Danny's really good, really good with the buyers. Yeah. yeah. So Danny, how did you get into real estate? So you didn't you haven't been you haven't been doing this since yeah. the pre Zillow days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so I got my license. Uh, well, officially it was January 2020, but it was really uh, Christy and I were actually dating, and um, she told me she's like, I think you'd be a good agent. No. I didn't yeah. know this, but she says that to everybody. <laughs> yeah. I did not say that to everybody. But anyways, um, what what made what inspired you to think that Danny would be a good oh, real estate gosh. agent? Oh gosh, his personality. Yeah. His personality. He's very good with people, um, and he's very um, good at you know solving problems. If, if something came so up. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Just, we're in the problem solving business. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so anyway, so that that was initially, um, she, you know, Chris was like, "Yeah, you'd be a good agent." So I, I got my license really just to help her and kind of do it as a kind of a side thing because I, I had uh, three martial arts studios at the time, and then right when uh, right when I got my license, COVID hit two months later and mm -hmm. shut down the karate studios. So um, kind of went full time in. Uh, yeah, forced forced to go full time <laughs> at that point. So you, you still have the karate? Yeah, so we, uh, we shut one down, okay. so we still have two locations, um, but we're both kind of full, full in on, on real estate now. How, how was it starting off in something that your wife has been doing for you know, a little over, a little under two decades, I should say, or around two decades? Uh -huh. So, did you, did you come in and you're like, you know, I took the course, got licensed, and um, I've got some ideas of how we can do this better. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, so, so good. good. Good and good and bad. Very very good and bad. Because you know, I I'd be like gung ho about I want to do this. I want to do this, and it's kind of you know been there, done that, got the t-shirt. <laughs> like let's let's move on. So, but there was also a lot of pros because I right. didn't I didn't waste nearly as much time. Like mo most people have to pay for a coach. I mean, I had a coach at home, so it was it was actually very advantageous to have that because it probably kept me from making a lot of mistakes that uh, a new agent would make. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I mean, definitely. Like, you have a... A mentor, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't listen. Yeah. You know, I, you're, did, you're, I did. You're a bad student. I did complain about it quite a bit. I still do sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so how, working together, how, how has that grown the overall business last few months? I think a lot. I think a lot. Yeah. I think we, we complement each other's strengths and weaknesses really yeah. well. So yeah, absolutely. Um, I, there's there's no doubt about that. So I, I know um, it really just have some something somebody to bounce ideas off of is mm -hmm. like a big is like a big thing. If you're having an issue, like being able to talk it talk it out. But I know um, for maybe some of the buyer situations or if we have like a buyer client, like I might be a better fit for them versus you or vice versa. So mm -hmm. just being able to just have another person's personality, like work with a client, I think that's been a big advantage. Um, what was your 21, 21 volume, do you remember? Um, 21? It was less than 2022. 
Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Increase we actually did. We did more in 2022. Yeah. Um, we have a number of people in our, our group that have experienced that, where their, their 22 was higher than 21. Mm -hmm. So that's... So I so my big hats off to you. So. Yeah, thank you. No, but I know my big frustration in twenty twenty one was because when we initially started working together, I pretty much did all the buyers unless right. like what it was one of my you know sphere, and then um, twenty twenty one came around. I couldn't get a contract accepted because I, 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 you know everybody had, there was twenty offers and people yeah. were, you know giving up their firstborn and it was just really difficult to get anything accepted. So. Uh, early 2021 is when I kind of shifted a little bit and started focusing on getting listings, and then that—that's, uh, I think that's probably what helped their volume in 2022 because we did a lot more listings we versus 2021. Listings, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and we, you know, DC area. I think, I think for a lot of people, Q3 and Q4 was was tough in 22, but now we're. You know, we went from the news media saying the crash is coming and. We went from that to bidding wars in January. Mm -hmm. right? we, just, we just experienced that last last week. We got a bidding war on one of our listings, and then one of our buyers was in a bidding war to get the contract. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're seeing that too in Fredericksburg. So I, I've, I've heard, and then I, I, another person we coach had that happen in Richmond. I just personally experienced that on an investment property in Fort Lauderdale. I have friends in San Diego, same thing. So it, it seems like in multiple markets, we're seeing these bidding wars, crowded open houses, multiple multiple offers. It goes back to what, I, what I, I started seeing was, you know, this is normal that we're finally getting back to a normal market. Right. And last year was a little bit crazy, but now that rates have kind of been normal and, and everything going on is, is more of a normal market for us. Maybe. I don't remember bidding wars in January, though. No, but but as far as rates, I I, yeah. I guess I'm more so referring to the rates. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, like six percent, a little less than six percent. It's not bad. Yeah, I'm I'm mm -hmm. expecting a busy spring. Uh, what are you guys doing right now for your top three or four lead sources? Uh, so our our first and foremost is always fear. Right. Sphere past client, that's why, yeah. Yeah, so that's working really well. Um, our, our actually, our... You guys do, like, events and reach yeah. out and things? Yeah, events, right? what, uh, Popeyes, phone calls, I'm trying to think. What are we, gonna, what, what are we doing for, what are we doing, like, a baseball thing? We have a baseball. Uh, yeah, Fred Nats. Yeah, the Fred Nats, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the local team. The um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, so definitely SOI. Um, we're actually our Facebook, um, our Facebook ads and stuff have, have really picked up here okay. in the recent weeks. Um, the stuff that's working is the um, the ads are running that are like under the entry level price point. Those are pulling really well. Um, taking our listings and then making them very generic and advertising listing that's working really well. Uh, the open house we got a bunch of a bunch of leads off our open house last weekend, which we, you were saying about having we had forty six people coming to our open house. Um, wow! Yeah, so that was. That was, that was really awesome, yeah, and and it wasn't because we were like, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, what else? Open house, SOI. I still have my sphere. farm. I feel yeah, farm, I've been farming farm. a neighborhood for yeah. nineteen years now, and uh, we get a, we get a lot of business out of the neighborhood that we farm. What? Um, let's talk a little bit about the big move you guys made, and yeah. how you think, how yeah. you think that'll help you guys and. 
your clients and other agents. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we we um we actually just joined you. We just joined you guys over at over at EXP. Um, we're really excited. Um, uh, just <laughs> just from a math perspective, how much money we're saving. It's it's pretty awesome. But just all yeah. the other opportunities and no brainer. Yeah, it, it is a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Like if you if you just like look at, look at the numbers and just no emotion. Just look at the numbers. It's the easiest decision I've ever made. <laughs> Entire life, um, and then just some of the trainings that we're getting with you guys. Um, we're excited about coming to Florida. I'm trying to think of what other what other things. The luxury listing training we did yesterday that was awesome. Mm -hmm. And the coaching right. programs, coaching yeah. programs, growing team. I mean, yeah, it's been a. There's a lot. There's a lot to it. Do we have enough time to go? Over? Oh yeah, <laughs> Take all the time in the world. No, I, th I, th I think uh, saving the money, you know, for most people when I'm having the conversations about joining EXP, it's mm -hmm. like. Well, your downside is you're gonna save thirty grand or fifty grand. Yeah. Or one person I talked to the other day was like two hundred fifty grand. You're gonna save commission. It's insane. So the numbers are, the, the savings are huge, and, and that's really the downside. The upside is, you know, can you go out and build revenue share by spreading this good system with other agents, which you guys have already. Um, Danny, in particular, has had some, you know, experience doing you know, sponsoring yeah. agents. So, um, if people are out there listening to you and, and want to know how do I learn about joining under Danny, having you sponsored in the EXP, what, 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 how do they get in touch with you? Oh man, um, yeah they can go Give on. me your cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I'll give you my cell phone, it's 703-470-3914 uh, and just shoot me a text, um, we'd love to talk to anybody about it, I think, uh, there's just so many great opportunities out there with with joining EXP, and um, I was gonna say too, like we did, we added up all the franchise fees that we had paid over over the last year, and we could have took like two, three, four like ridiculous vacations, <laughs> <laughs> or or hire a full time admin. I mean, you know, this, the savings was it, it, it yeah. really is a no brainer. Yeah, if you if you, if you yeah, whether you. On vacation, invest in the stock market, invest it back in your business. Mm -hmm. That's just huge growth opportunities for the agents that make this move. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, well, let's wrap up with our hyper fast round. Our classic hyper fast round. You ready for some rapid fire? Oh, today? we've been practicing for this. We have been. All right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your your biggest piece of advice to a new real estate agent? Join a team. Oh, right. same, same, yeah. Join a team or get a mentor. What's the biggest mistake you see veteran agents making? They do not grow. They get stuck in their ways. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Biggest, okay. biggest challenge you've had in real estate? Ooh, biggest challenge. It's, it, it's, it's always it, been a challenge for me to stay consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, you have your ups and your downs. Yeah. And so then when to, to get things running consistently, it's... It's a challenge to get to that point. It takes a while to learn. That's my challenge. Go ahead. Biggest challenge. I, I mean, so so for just me personally, it was it was uh, when when interest rates did come up. Yeah. It, it was changing my mindset around it. Like instead of you know you're watching the news and everyone's talking about this that and the other. And actually, Christy was very good about being like, no, this is normal. Keep keeping me focused. So I I, I think that um, I I think that we're talking about veteran agents. I was on the other question. Whoops. Sorry. Staying consistent. <laughs> That's it. Challenge is staying consistent. What, uh, 
When you're not working on your real estate business, what are you, what are you doing for fun? Just hanging out with the kids. Oh, my kids. Yeah. yeah. They, keep, they keep us busy. Yeah. Yeah. Last night we were at um, strength training. Strength training for track and CrossFit baseball. and baseball. Sure. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Keeps us busy. Our last one. Where do you see yourself in five years? Hopefully, living on the beach in Florida. <laughs> Maybe that's 10 years, but um, I, I would say gr- growing our team and then growing our team within within EXP, um, building up the revenue share and just really ha- having more fun and helping more people. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. To everyone out there, thank you for tuning in. If you want to learn more about what Danny and Chrissy are doing at EXP, uh, what was the cell phone number again? 703-470-3914. And if you're a buyer in the or seller in the Fredericksburg area, how do they? Same thing. Give, yeah, give us yeah, give us a call, and we'd love to help you. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. We will see you next time.